Hey, y'all. So guess what time it is? It must be 7.30 or around 7.30 on a Wednesday. And guess whose face is in the place? Yes, it's me, Sugar, Natalie Sugar Brown. And this is the show that we talk about women's boxing. It's my platform, me, uh, former women's boxer. I may dust the gloves off and get back in, depending on what, what you know, how they talk to me out here. But this is uh, my show, my platform to give you guys the authentic uh, experience or the authentic world and insights of a woman boxer, of a, of a woman that has um, been there, done it in, in the industry of women's boxing. I'm here to share. I'm here to learn. I'm here to have a good old chat with my misfits that show up to, uh, on Wednesday nights at 7.30. So I'm looking forward to our conversation tonight. Tonight's session or the title of tonight's show is called Talk To Me Nice. Yes, talk to me nice. Um, you know, I, I, a lot of the a lot of the shows have been informative. Have been us going back and forth about other uh, uh, broads, other crones. You know, other things that have happened in the industry. But I don't think I've ever given you guys an opportunity to talk to me nice, you know, to ask me questions about what I've learned and lived and actually uh, done in my career, the people I've, uh, the people I've met um, and, and those who have impacted me, good and bad, in, in uh, the journey of sugar. So that, I mean, that's what it is tonight. Okay, um, and I'm very curious. I, I am really curious to see who chimes in and what kind of questions you guys will ask, okay? Now, I mean, I ain't scared. I ain't scared to share. I ain't scared of nobody, right? But um, we want to see, you know, we want to keep it respectful, okay? We want to keep it to where we can uh have and have adult conversations um even though some of y'all may not be adults chiming in but let's have a mature not adult because all adults ain't mature hunt a but um let's have a mature conversation um with a, a a woman boxer who has spent most of her life or all her life in the industry of boxing and, and, um, you know, really, really learn something about each other tonight. So I'm here. Um, my producers, my guys, uh, at talk and fight that they, they're present and I'm just, um, grateful that they they always rolling and tumbling with sugar and her hectic schedule out here so as y'all can see sugar is just you know um <laughs> she 
Sugar is rough and tumble tonight. I didn't even, I couldn't even get pretty for y'all, but I mean, it is what it is. It's, this is uh, pure, organic, uh, concentrated, all natural sugar. <laughs> um, so let's see who shows up, but I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll, continue to chat um until somebody chimes in we want to give it a couple minutes until some people chime in um but i would this is what i'll do i'll i'll give uh, i'll give my version of the sugar story so um uh the story starts like this so uh, sometime back in uh, the late 90s, something like 1998, 1999, uh, me, a young girl, uh, had just moved to the dirty south, to, to Georgia, Atlanta. Um, well, the county, Norcross County, which is something like maybe uh, 35, 40 minutes from downtown Atlanta. Okay. At the time, you know, if you were driving. So I lived out there with my, my, my family. Um, and we are a typical West Indian family, um, so to speak. So, um, you know, dad is in the traditional role of he's the, he was the primary, um, you know, uh, primary, uh, come on, you guys, it's been, uh, he was the primary breadwinner for the family. My mom, she was also, um, she was a mom full-time, but she was in school. And both of my parents are very educated people. I also, I, I call, I mean, they are my parents, they raised me. So my dad, um, my dad, his name is Brent and my mom's name is, um, let's just call her Pam. Okay. And, but, but for y'all, for y'all who really know her, you know what we call her, we call her the large and, and <laughs> that story may, um, you, you may see the evidence of why we call her the large in this story. But, um, so my parents, my dad, and I hate to say this, but he's not my biological dad, um, but he's my dad nonetheless, because he raised me. Um, we, we were living in Georgia and uh, Sugar was just always a scrappy, athletic young girl, okay? Um, my, I do have some, some history now in, in this, you know, in, in the Baltimore city, you know, which is a hard city to grow up in, you know, but I'm going to start the story in, in, in Georgia. Okay. We don't want to go back too, too far. So, um, yeah, uh, I had just gotten out of high school and I was a very young girl in, um, college. And, you know, um, I was always a loner, um, a nerd, so to speak. 
uh, had always buried in a comic book or some kind of uh, mythological novel or, you know, something like, you know, or, or writing music. I used to, I, I was very good at the violin at one, at, at a, one time. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta Youth Symphony Orchestra level um, violinist, young violinist. And so, I mean, that was my life. That, that, that was the part of me that my family knew and, and, you know, that, that was just to be expected, um, from Natalie. And so, um, I'll, I'll give you the shortened version of the story. So the shortened version of the story is one day I was in the student center, uh, airy Zodiac boxing. Good evening. Hey there, thanks for chiming in. Good evening, sir. You are my first guest. How you doing? Now, this is the Natalie Sugar Show, Natalie Sugar Brown Show, uh, Airy Zodiac Boxing. Uh, have, you, have you chimed in to my show before? Please answer me, talk to me nice. Um, tonight's a Q&A with sugar. And uh, if, if you don't know much about sugar, uh, tonight's the night that you can ask, <laughs> uh, you can ask what you want to know about sugar, the boxer, the, the woman, um, the fighter and, um, sugar sharing a, a bit of work, sharing the story about, um, how she became a boxer in, in the industry. Well, there are many stories, but I'm, I'm going to share, you know, it's just the main, <laughs> the main story that um that everyone should know and so where was i yes so everyone just knew Natalie. my mom would all the large would always say oh, natalie's quiet she's a quiet young lady right so um i was in the student center uh, one morning and i a guy comes up and he was an older guy, big, muscular, older guy for sure, comes up to me and he said, um, do you have a boyfriend? So, you know, I'm behind my book, I'm behind my book, but Sugar was still a little bit scrappy. So I look up and before I could say, oh, Mr. Airy Zodiac Boxing answers. No, I saw one video of you last week but the channel had multiple people on it. But if you're a part of it, then I will subscribe. Please subscribe. Yes, S subscribe, like, subscribe, and share. Sugar, Natalie Sugar Brown Show. And listen, Aries, I like that you took a chance with me tonight. And I should hope that this will not be the last time that you come check on your sugar. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm, and, and he gave me a little, I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to assume Aries Zodiac boxing gave me a little wink, wink. And you know, I love when I love to be flirted on. So thank you. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So this guy says, he asked me, do you have a boyfriend? Just out 
like that. So, you know, I look up from a book and I was just going to say, listen, not interested. Like, you know, this is a grown ass man coming to me, area Zodiac Boston talking about, I'm here. I will be watching. Thank you. Boo -boo. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I like that you showed up. So this this guy, I mean, he's a grown ass man to me. Like I'm a teenager, like uh, around 17, 18 years old. And he talking about, he want to be my boy. He asking me if I got a boyfriend. Um, well, sir, th that's not even a position that you can fill. So keep your grown ass moving. You know, but before I can even reply, he said, yeah, your dad would want me to be your boyfriend. I'm a good guy. And he writes his name. I can't even find him when I need him on those yellow sticky notes. Y'all know what them things are. It's a those those post-its, right? And um, he wrote his name and a phone number and stuck it on my book. Yeah, I had like a pile of books on in front of me, um, of course, because I was in school and, and just kind of jetted off. So I was like, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, you know what? There's some real bull jive today. I, I took the thing. I took the post-it off my, my book, crumbled it up and threw it away thought nothing else of it. Okay. So about a week goes by again, you know, a week goes by and I'm in the student center around the same time. And in the student center, you know, they, you, they have the TV, they have where you can get food, you can, you know, it's a student center, you know, but I, like I said, I was always a loner. So I was sitting at a table by myself. So what I did was I got up to get a snack. And when I came back on the table, on my books and stuff, was a post-it. And sure enough, the post-it had the guy's name on it and the phone number. So at this point, I mean, I'm still a young teenager. So I'm not even thinking of... I'm, I'm really not thinking of anything. And at this time too, like my experience with men and boys or anything, but even now, like sugar, sugar is kind of weird when it, <laughs> when it comes to, um, you know, the, the encounters or dealings with the, the opposite, you know, the, the opposite sex. Um, why? Because I guess I'm, if I like you, I like you. And if I, if I want you, I want you. And I, and I don't like to share and I'm greedy. I want you all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that may be a bit too much for a lot of, uh, a lot of gentlemen because I, I love the gentlemen. <laughs> I, I love the mans. So, um, you know, it. I, I come from being like a reserved, oblivious. Like, I don't really see 
you unless I see you. And then when I see you, I must have you in, in that case. So, um, I digress. I go back to the story. So at this point, I see the posted on the book and I look around and the dude's not around. Like I don't see him. And it didn't freak me out. It just, it just kind of pissed me off. Cause I'm like, this mofo put the damn sticky note on my, on my shit. And I wasn't even around who the does he think he is? Like when I see him the next time, I'm gonna cuss his ass out. Like that's what I'm thinking, you know, like a young, um, scrappy girl. Aries Zodiac Boston says, You are super fine though. And, and tell about what's that, a chocolate bar? Stop it. And then put sugar and another wink. Listen, we we gotta keep it. You, 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 you touching all the right buttons and you better stop it. Cause we on live, <laughs> we live on YouTube. Don't you get me in trouble on here? Aries Zodiac boxing. And I, and I, I tend to like Aries men's. I mean, I like them all, but Aries men's is something. There's a fieriness about you. Aries men's that is just so addictive um but i i digress listen we'll talk about we'll talk about that at another time <laughs> that that's that's like that's like one of those um i guess special subscriptions <laughs> but anyway back to the story back to the story so um yeah i'm i'm thinking you know who does this guy think he is um area zodiac boxing saying smile one time sugar i'm not gonna be on here listen look at me smiling stop it aries stop it aries zodiac boxing now i'm smiling and i'm blushing so listen um yeah so this happens and I think nothing of it. So I continue my little life, my little nerdy life. I'm going to classes. I'm, you know, still at doing what I need to do on campus and, and stuff like that. Still a loner. And so maybe two weeks after, because y'all got to know the progression. This happened in a, in a semester. Okay. So, um, I'm in class, like I'm in a lecture and someone like taps me on my shoulder and I look cause I'm like, don't nobody know me or, you know, like what you need anyway. And then the person hands me a folded yellow sticky note. So I just, you know, how you just take something as, you know, I just kind of took it because I thought maybe during lecture, someone needed to ask me something. So they wrote it down, you know what I'm saying? So I open it. Dude's name and dude's 
number. So, needless to say, now I am freaked out. Yes, I'm freaked out because how he, how, how the hell do he know where I'm at? I'm in class. I'm in class right now. How he know where I'm at? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I get up in the middle because Sugar's animated. If y'all haven't seen my shows or if y'all haven't hung out with me um, enough, y'all should know that Sugar's animated. Okay, so I get up, I stand up and I look around to see if dudes in the class are standing at the door or something because my heart's beating now. And if it's fight or flight, Sugar going to fight. Right. So I had like, I was feeling like, listen, you know, I'm, I, now I might have to fight somebody. No one was there. So then I, I asked the guy, now this is during, this is during lecture. So I said, who gave you this? Who gave you this? Where'd you get this from? So dude points to the dude, to the person behind him. I said, where'd you get it? It's just like in a movie. I'm not even making it up. The person points behind them. The person, somebody points beside them, blah, 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 until the person at the end of the, the back row goes, a guy gave it, somebody gave it to me. And then my, the, the professor who was leading the lecture, this little old uh, Jewish lady, she was so damn pissed. She was like, like she, she, after, you know, the, the lecture and everything, she asked me to sit down and after she, she cussed my little ass out and told me how, um, disrespectful it was and everything like that. And you would think that that was the time for sugar for, for Natalie to say, ma'am, you know, this is happening to me. And I was scared because blah, 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 blah but I didn't say anything. I was more focused on the fact that I had embarrassed myself by interrupting or disrupting this lady's class. So, you know, I took the L, apologized, and, you know, it was just, it, it was on my mind for a very long time after that. So, I stopped going to the student center. I, you know, like I became paranoid because now it's like, I don't know, somebody's watching me. And, but I, I didn't say anything. I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. It's like, I felt like I should be able to control or I should have been able to control what, what went on and I didn't. And so, because I didn't have a solution for what happened until I have a solution, I, I, I was just going to keep it to myself, which was the worst thing I could have ever did. So, um, it didn't happen for a while. You know, like I said, I changed my habits. I, stop going to the student center. Um, I, I, I was just kind of more recluse. I didn't, I, I wasn't that, I didn't, 
I went to just school and back, you know, like I didn't really hang out on campus like that because I, I was afraid that I wasn't, I didn't have a handle on this situation and, and that this guy would be there and he was watching me and stuff like that. Anyway, the end of the semester, um, we all, uh, had the exam for the same class that I'd gotten the, the, the posted, um, in the library, which is kind of a walk, um, how it was set up, how the campus was set up is the library was like away from the main, uh, building where the student center was. So, um, and you know, of course we had, it's just, it, it was a um, typical college campus. So, you know, we had security on campus and things like that. So, um, going to the exam, I was at the student center that early that morning, cause it was an early morning. It, it was a exam I had to take in the morning. And I was like, damn it. I didn't, I didn't really drive, you know, at the time. So I got dropped off and I was like, shit, I ain't trying to walk all the way to the damn library from here. So there was like a shortcut that, you know, cut the time tremendously from the um, student center to the library. But it was, a, it, it was, a, a, a walkway or a path that no one really took. So it was, uh, and it was kind of like um, a tunnel-ish type of thing. And so um, I was, I said, you know, didn't think about, didn't think about the this guy or anything like that because it hadn't happened again. So I, I just, you know, I, I walked, uh, to the, um, to the library, no problems, nothing like that. Didn't really see anybody walking through the tunnel or anything, but I walked really brisk. I mean, um, so I went to the, um, yeah, I went to take the, um, goodness. Y'all, I'm sorry. Skipped way, way ahead. And and this was, I mean, the, that I'm telling you the last part of the story. We want backtrack before the, the end of the semester. So one night, this is what happened. One night, um, I was taking a late class. I had like an eight o'clock class. And it, it was like a hour and a half class, two hours class. And so when the class dispersed, everyone was leaving from the one building. And of course I'm supposed to walk to the student center to um, get, you know, for my, for my dad to pick me up at the time. And, um, as I'm walking, I don't know if you guys have ever 
walked somewhere, been out somewhere and you, you, you know you're alone, but you feel like you're not alone. Like you feel like someone's around. So that was what was happening to me. You know, the, the class was over, everyone dispersed. Uh, Sugar thought Sugar was cute at the time. So I had my heels on and my, you know, my bag and all of that stuff, really cute. And so I'm walking down the hall to leave the building, click, 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 click. But I feel like I'm not alone. And then I hear, hey, you never called me. So I turned around and sure enough, it was dude. Now this is the first time I had seen dude since he put the posted on my book. So, you know, I looked at him, I said, I'm, I'm not interested. I thought, I thought I'm, I'm not fucking interested. Leave me alone. Right. He wasn't even trying to hear what I had to say. So he goes, you, you didn't, you never even, you never even can called me and I would have been a good boyfriend for you. You, and, and he kept going, you know, just kept talking. I would have treated you so nice, you bitch. You know, like he's coming, he's talking to me now and cussing me out. So now I realize, cause as I'm talking, I, you know, I'm trying to act like I'm bad and everything like that. I'm like, you know, you don't talk to me like that and all of this stuff. And he's, as he's talking, his footsteps are being, getting faster and I'm hearing this shit and I have my heels on. So I'm like, click, 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 not interested. Anyway, I hear his footsteps speed up into like a, a jog now, like he's trying to, he's going to come catch up to me. And when I heard that, right. I mean, I'm Jamaican, so that was my cue for lift up, meaning <laughs> I took off, kicked the heels off, threw my books and my book bag and lit, bolted. I, I know it's kind of like a corny play on words, but yeah, you would have thought I was Usain Bolt, right? High knees, straight up stride. I was out. Okay, to the student center. As soon as I busted through the, the, the student center doors, I said, he's trying to get me. He's chasing me. He's trying to get me. Right? <laughs> and at the time now, I, I was, I, I, I mean, I'm not going, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I think I, I was always, an attractive young lady. So I had enough people who were interested or knew of me in, in that worked there to know who I was. So when I ran through the door screaming like that, you know, the, they came the security, the campus security, the police or whatever, you know, the guys that I knew came and he was like, they were like, who, 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 what's going on? Who I said it. You know, I said the guy's name. I'm not going really, that's going to come out in the book. Okay. I was like, he's trying to get me. He's trying to get me. They, and they looked outside. They looked behind there like, Natalie, there's no one outside. Who, who is this guy? Who do you know? Who I, you know, I kept saying the guy's name because that was the name that was written on posted. Okay. Anyway, 
I looked a damn fool that night, especially back in those times, because it just felt like nobody really took a young girl like that seriously. You know, um, the police officer from the um, campus, the, the, the campus um, station, police station came and was asking me questions. And I'll never forget him saying this to me. He said, what did you do to make him think that um, he could be your boyfriend? Did you lead him on? And I was like, like, mind you, I'm like 17, 18 at the time. I'm like, why, like, what kind of question do you ask somebody? Like, it's, is it my fault that this, that this guy did this to me? Is it my fault that he came up to me? Is it my fault that he followed me to my classes? Is it my fault that he ended up now chasing me? All of this is my fault. I did something to justify his actions. You know, like that's where I was like, not, not as, you know, I, not as eloquent as I just said it, you know, but those are the, those were the confusing thoughts in my mind where it's like, you know, I start questioning myself as a young woman, did I cause this on myself? Well, anyway, they made a note of it. You know, they made a report of it. They didn't catch anybody or anything like that. My dad came, I told my dad what happened. Um, and my dad, you know, he spoke with the campus security about his daughter and everything like that. Uh, Aerie Zodiac Boxing chimes in and says, he sounds like a creep. He has great, <laughs> great taste though. Beautiful and Jamaican. I'm loving your storytelling and glad that you weren't harmed. <laughs> Thank you, Aries uh, Zodiac Boxing. I think he was a creep, to be honest. Um, because I, I was a teenager at the time. And I'm not going to lie to you. This man was like in his maybe early 30s. You know, um, and I know I'm, I'm, we're human. Men see beautiful young ladies, beautiful women and all of that stuff. But to act on it in this type of way, especially knowing that this was a young girl compared to who you are as a man in your age. Yes, you're a, a damn creep now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, that's where I am coming from. I don't judge anybody. I'm grateful, like area Zodiac, Zodiac boxing. I'm just, uh, every time someone compliments me in any way, it's, to me, that's the greatest gift someone can can give to me. Why? Because that 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 means something. That means they thought of uh, these wonderful things to say. They 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 find pleasure in in something that I have naturally, and I, and I'm so I, I'm grateful for that. I, it's it's a blessing for me that someone would share that. So yes.
Um, so going back to the story though, okay. And thanks for thanks for chiming in, Aries Zodiac Boxing. So um, you know, that happened and the it was just noted, right? And so the semester carries on, and I now I take you back to where I decided to walk to the library for my last for my exam. And um, I walked to the library, nothing happened, you know, it, it, nothing really went on. And then um, like before the exam was over, one of the campus security came and um, asked the professor if they can, if I could come out and speak to them. So in my mind, I didn't even line it up to that because I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like I've, um, I, I had borrowed a car at times, you know what I'm saying? And I've, and I had parked in places that maybe the car shouldn't have been parked. So I had gotten some tickets, you know, stuff like that. So like, I'm thinking it's more along the lines of that. <laughs> like they didn't cut up to me. <laughs> so that's what I thought, you know, Cause I, you know, I'm a teenager, I'm a kid. I don't know any better, like, right. So, um, the, the secure, the, the police campus police said, are, you know, um, Ms. Brown, uh, we, we need you to come to the, the campus, um, police station after your exam, please finish up. And, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, about the, you know, just thinking of the story about the tickets or in my mind, I'm like, what else, what could it be? Because once again, I didn't think about what happened with this guy. Anyway, I, I head over to the campus, uh, police station, security station. And I don't know if, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say it, but did y'all, I hope y'all are familiar with the, these glasses that you can see, you can see through the glass, but the people that are sitting on the other side of the glass can't really see the, the through to you on the other side of the glass. I'm, I, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with those type of um, like mirrors or glasses. Anyway, um. I was invited, I, I, I was told to come into a room where it was one of those glasses. And when I walked into the room, I went, you know, like, right? Because as soon as I walked in the room, there was the guy sitting, talking to another campus police officer, just casually sitting back in a chair and talking, right? And so my heart's beating because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is the guy. I didn't realize that, you know, it was one of those glasses. So the, um, the police, the campus uh, police guy says, he said, you know, don't, you know, don't worry about it. We, we wanted to ask you, or we need to ask you if this guy looks familiar. And so I said, this is the guy, you know, I'm like, that's him. That's him. I was saying his name. That's him. And so um, they said, okay, 
we just needed you, we, we, we just need you to make a statement or we just need you to say, you know, who he is and, and just, um, pinpoint, you know, just to confirm what he did to you that evening. Um, so I did, um, why somebody else coming in ice wallow come you fucker. All right. I'm going to say it ice wallow come now that was really cute for you to name yourself that um and if if we want you know if we want fool people into saying naughty things because i mean i may or may not in my free time but you could kiss my entire ass if you want to come on my show and and be disrespectful okay um it says keep up the good work would appreciate a shout out so there go your shout out um ice swallow ice wallow come and he said legend in your own in your own got daggone mind bye-bye i'm glad i could give you a little thrill in your life keep it keep it moving now you could you could tell when they ain't got nobody in their life or ain't never had nobody. They do little dumb stuff like this. Like, <laughs> why would you, you know, what are you like, 12? Where you still your 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 hands or your girlfriends? Uh, you feel you know, you do stuff like that. Anyway, I'll entertain. We all human, you'll grow up one day. Uh, you got your shout out on the sugar show. Um, yeah, so if y'all want to laugh at that, I guess it's funny. So I'm going to go back to my um story. So this, the, um, I gave my statement and, you know, learning further about what my statement had, had done, what happened was, um, this guy had assaulted a couple of girls previously. Um, one he beat up really bad and one he actually sexually assaulted. And what, how they found him or what happened was um, they were, they were actually on his tail or on his case previously. And they, must have saw, seen that this guy was at the bridge or hanging out at that that tunnel thing that I was telling you that I was walking to the library and they they saw him there and uh just casually asked him to come with them to the to the uh campus security uh police station office or whatever it is and they were just asking him questions it turns out this man was not a student at the school, never went to the school. He assaulted a, a, a couple girls previously, I think maybe like two, either two or three girls previously um, and disappeared and came back and disappeared and came back. So this was something that he would, he, he was doing and just, I guess by divine grace, I, he had, he, he 
had measured me up to be one of his victims and he was just wasn't able to follow through with what his plans were for me and because of that um because of my statement and because of everything that came together he he was able to like they charged him he was charged and um i think he even got some jail time so moving on to how i got into the boxing was i have a i had a friend at the time and he was a kickboxer okay um cute guy cute young guy he he remind me of and i'm not even i'm not by no stretch he looked like jean-claude van damme yes he did and we had a class together he was older than me too like i he was like in his 20s early 20s right and i thought it was so cool because like he was a friend of mine and like we chat during you know during the course of the day when we'd see each other because we took some classes together of course me being a nerd and me you know he i would help him out with certain things and stuff like that so he he talked like this he, he's talking like this so he was like you know what natalie it's really, you know, really messed up with what happened because I told him. I don't know. He might have even been a low-key stoner. I don't know because it's just the way he was talking. Anyway, he said, um, you should come take some classes. You should come to my dojo and take some kickboxing. And I was like, yeah, that's what I need. I need that. <laughs> I need to, I, I need to learn how to defend myself because I mean, I told you before I was young and scrappy, so I wasn't scared to fight, but at what I realized in the whole situation was if this man had caught up to me, he would have been able, he probably would have done what he wanted to me. And I didn't have a plan. I didn't know how to defend myself. I knew how to fight other people. You know, I knew how to fight other youngins in the streets or whatever it is like that. But like when Natalie locks in, you know, when I lock into something, like I've, I've become like top tier. So I said, yeah, that's a good idea. Like in my mind, I knew that I was gonna become a machine. So. I started taking kickboxing classes. And so these classes at the dojo um, were authentic kickboxing classes. They taught, you know, teaching you how to grab someone, kick, roundhouse, straight. I, I was doing, I was doing well too. I got so good at it. They were like, you know what, Natalie? Um, we should put, we're going to put you in a tournament. You know, cause they had me, I, I was, um, they had me sparring and stuff in the evening and, and I was going in there with the, with the males in the class, you know, cause I was, I, I had this, I was always athletic and very strong for my size. And, and so I was handling people in my class now. So they put me in, um, they put me in this tournament and what happened was 
right? Because I would, I was, I was going to be a kickboxer. Like I was loving it, best shape of, you know, getting in good shape, feeling empowered. And uh, sugar got some legs. Like, like my legs aren't even what it used to. I had some thunder legs. Okay, that was the strongest part on my body. So, um, I um, signed up. You know, I have my little boyfriend at the time now, you know, feeling a little jiggy. And we drove to the tournament, met Marshall, and um, met uh, the, the sensei of the dojo there because I was fighting out of their dojo. And, you know, they put my gi on me and everything like that. So it wasn't like a, it, like a kickboxing, kickboxing tournament. It was... I think it was more like a Taekwondo. I didn't know. I really didn't know. Anyway, um, they put me against this little young girl. She's a, she's a cute little young girl too. Like my age, she looked like she was a teenager. She had her hair in this nice, cute little blonde ponytail. And she was just a badass, you know. I see her doing her kicks and and, and shit. And I was like, wow, you know, this this about to be real. Anyway, you know, they they put us to, to face each other off. And, you know, I had the plastic things on my hand. They weren't gloves. They were like those Taekwondo plastic things. And then, you know, those plastic things they put on your feet. <laughs> So, you know, I was, you know, it was real now. It, it was real. Anyway, um, fight. So we there and, you know, she, 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 you know, got her stance going, but I didn't really, all I knew, all I've ever done was taking a kickboxing, like in the road, you know, like a kickboxing class. I don't know what she doing. Like, this is like, she a whole colored belt maybe. And I, you know, I just have a couple um, classes under my belt, you know what I'm saying? So I go, you know, to go and that she, boom, she kicked me in my chest. Yes, sir. I went boom. And the ref said, point. I was like, I looked around. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Oh, oh, okay. 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 You know what I'm saying? And she, and she got a point. Okay. It's really real now. Right? So we, we go back again and so now i'm i'm locked in i'm locked in i'm locked in and she she back on it because i'm she she knows she finna kick me in my damn chest again but not this time because i told y'all if it's gonna be fight or flight sugar gonna fight so all bets are off i have decided at this time okay we finna, I decided that we finna take it to the parking lot. We in the streets now. We're not in a tournament. So she come back. They said, fight. I go to her. Step. She go to kick me in my chest. I said, I went like this. Knocked her foot down and said, yank. This right here. This right here. This right here has always been that thunderclap. Anyway, I 
I fettered my right hand and I hit her like right between here. Her eyes crossed and she looked at me and then she collapsed to her knees and started crying. And I was like, in that, in the doing of that, Marshall erupted, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could hear a pin drop in that gym. <laughs> I was like, Marshall's the only one celebrating the sensei standing there like this. And Cedric Sports Training uh, chimes in. What up, champ? Just checking in. Mwah. Thank you, Sadie, for, for checking in. Uh, it's a Q&A tonight, and I'm just giving the, you know, I'm, I'm I'm telling the story about like my first, like how how I I, I got into doing this, you know, how I got into uh, the idea that I, I would be a boxer. <laughs> so um, yeah, you you went like uh, a little bit down into the story if you hang around. Um, but thanks for chiming in, Seti. Um, so. Uh, where we at? We, yeah. So I knocked, like I, I, I stopped her, and she there crying and in a puddle of herself, and um, I looked around, and people were looking at me like, "You monster!" That was, un and then the referee, you know, backs me up and. Marshall comes to me. He was like, you knocked, you, wow, you knocked her ass out. And I was like, I don't think, I, I don't think that I was supposed to do that. And he was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, I knew something was wrong. Referee comes back and says, disqualified. I got disqualified for using unnecessary roughness in my first point fighting Taekwondo kickboxing <laughs> tournament. And that made me decide that, mm, I don't think this is for me. So Marshall then, oh, that was my friend. His name is Marshall. My friend, then you know after that i stopped i stopped going to the the dojo because i was embarrassed and everybody knew that like you go back everybody knew that i was gonna go to the tournament and and you know represent the dojo and but i mean like when you look when i look at cobra kai on netflix and whatnot like that like i'm like you know what i did that <laughs> like i was in that right it it it, it brings back these these fond memories, you know, I thought my life was over because I, I went and embarrassed the damn dojo at the tournament. Um, everyone's asking me how I did, even though they know how I did. I got disqualified for knocking a little broad out, you know, and stuff like that. And so Marshall then um, said, you know what, Natalie, I'm going to the boxing gym, I'm going uh, Atlanta to the boxing gym. This is where the real shit is. And I was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, you should come with me. I want you to come with me. So me and my little boyfriend, 
um because he had a car at the time like he was whipping whipping sugar well whipping natalie around at, at the time so like that was my ride so we we drove downtown to uh biggs more what was biggs morrison boxing gym on north avenue in atlanta in the city of atlanta okay and at this time this was when that gym was a kitchen okay we call it a kitchen when it's a bunch of killers in there like when it's a bunch of great fighters in there and so uh you know to name a few you know this the sims twins um there was um Vernon Forrest was it in there, um, a heavyweight named Cedric Boswell, Olympic bronze medalist and um, contender, uh, light heavyweight contender, Chris Johnson at the time, um, Isra. Uh, Aries Boxing, Zodiac Boxing says, I was about to go to the store, but I'm really into your story. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, hon. Yeah, that could wait, that could wait. You go to the store for well, what you going to get? You going to get us something good. Um, yeah, so it was a real kitchen during the time, you know, like there were some badasses in the gym. And so I went with Marshall first and um, my friend and I, he had a one on, he bought, uh, Marshall is this, this I ain't going to lie, like he, he, He's like a rich white kid at the time, right? And like I said, I'm like this scrappy girl or whatever. Um, so now he's taking personal training sessions with an Olympic bronze medalist, badass boxer. And, you know, I get to go with him. So I went and um, for some reason, because Chris Johnson, Chris Johnson said, hey, you know, let me, let me see how you feel on the pass and boom 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 he holding up the pass boom 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 and i'm shoot i'm 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 running my hands now and and them damn pads feel good them shits feel comfortable like you know and you know when you feel like you home i was home right i was like wow i'm not kicking which i was good at kicking but it felt good them pads felt good on my hands now so uh chris johnson said well you know he not even put he was like i'm not even you know i'm 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 not even gassing you up but you're really good you could be really good you could probably go to the olympics bing 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 that's all he had to say what i can i can do something like that and he wasn't a li like, like, remember, I'm a teenager. So like you went to the Olympics and you telling me, cause you've been there. You tell me I can go too. like, I, I'm, I can be that good. What I gotta do, sign me up anyway. Um, you know, we left and yeah, I felt good. I, I had to get back down there. So I went back down there by myself. Um, a couple days later but the same people weren't there right it's a different people different group of people but i hadn't seen any females in the kitchen it was just all these like tough bad looking mother suckers in there like they 
you don't want to you don't even want your eyes to really rest on anybody too long because they'd be like yo what you looking you looking at you know it was some bad it was some bad dudes down in that kitchen we it, it was down south now with the bamas yeah we you know down in georgia and at the time we you know them pimp hats was in and bamas anyway um i went back and there was a coach named coach jackson and i'm saying this name because he's passed on rest in peace coach jackson but this is what coach jackson did that really lit my uh lit me on fire that i had to do this um I come in and I said, I, I want to sign up for boxing. He looked at me. He said, you want to box? He said, no, you don't want to box. Boxing ain't for you. You too pretty to box. You need to find you a boyfriend that's going to that's going to fight for you. Cause you don't, you don't want to box. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know why, but I, it, it just pissed me off. I don't know if it was that he told me I don't want to do it. Um, if it's that he told me I needed to find somebody else to do it, right? Or it's the it's the total disrespect that I like he gonna tell me I'm too pretty to do something. I took that as a challenge because listen, in my family, like we, I don't know if it's Jamaican or what, but my in my family pretty nonsense nothing right you gotta you gotta be able to do something right meaning pretty nonsense nothing meaning your prettiness ain't you 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 ain't gonna get by on your looks in my family right i i don't want to toot my own horn or whatever but like i would say that the the women in my family are very attractive okay so my grandmother my dad they're all attractive but they're all badasses i'm not even gonna lie ain't no punks in my family especially the women right um but we know our place we love to be treated like women but if it come down to it right and and if we got a scrap you got a scrapper anyway my my grandmother taught me how to fight um so I digress. I go back. Um, anyway, I said, no, I, no, sir. I think I'm going to sign up. Um, please tell me what I got to do to sign up. He said, well, it's $10 a month. Okay. Got that. Right. The first month I show up to the gym. I'm like, okay, where's the classes at? No classes. This ain't no dojo, bro. <laughs> okay. So there went no dojo. I went there first day. It's just stood around and just watching everybody ignored me. You know what I'm saying? Like they kind of felt like, you know, I, 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 they, they really wanted me to feel like I was out of place coming there. But I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. So I showed up the next day and I looked at what the guys were doing and, you know, in now in this kitchen, I didn't have a pair of gloves or anything yet. 
So there was, I don't know if y'all ever been, if y'all been to an authentic kitchen, an authentic boxing gym, the real one, right? Not the new one, the real one. Smiling at you, sugar. Thank you, baby. Aries Zodiac boxing. Thank you. If you've ever been to a real kitchen, I'm talking about real kitchen, not no crunk fitness, LA fit, like not none of these commercial joints, a real boxing kitchen. You going hear the timer bell. You going to smell that stank because it stinks in there. Okay. You going to see that spit bucket. Okay. And you're going to see a pile of funky ass gear that either left the shoes that people done left, gloves that are old or sitting there, old ass headgear, something like that. You're going to see either a pile of it or you're going to see it on a, you know, on a wall somewhere. And <laughs> I'm saying, I'm telling y'all this, I would advise y'all to bring your own shit, but this was before COVID and all, like my whole thing about that is, and especially when COVID came, I said, listen, if I survived using that shit, <laughs> COVID ain't got, COVID can't get, ain't got nothing for me. Right, because these are gloves that everybody then sweated in, everybody then bled on, everybody then spit on. Like this gear, everybody, the Vaseline and the old crusty Vaseline, everything, everybody then been through this and then, then had all the, all the body fluids come out in these things and I looked over at the pile. I didn't have a pair of gloves. So I went to the pile and I picked two gloves that matched and put them on my hand. Mind you, the gloves were still damp and cold and stank from the previous users that was using it, okay? So it was all squishy in there and it stunk, but they were gloves nonetheless, okay? So I'm in business, okay? My mom would have would have had a damn fit if she knew her young daughter who she used to put in little beauty pageants and all of that stuff was now in the boxing gym with these nasty decrepit gloves on talking about she gonna learn to box, okay? So um, yeah, I, I, I put them on and since nobody was telling me what to do, I just figured the shit out, right? So I saw the guys and bing. And when the bell rang, they were hitting the bag. And I saw guys putting punches together and stuff. And I'd look and I'd like copy the punch, the combinations that I would see. And I'd keep going and I'd keep going. Then I noticed the, the, the clock yellow, bing, because we training in three minute rounds. Ain't no two minute Johns going on. That's for, that's for the punks. Okay. So, and you know, 30 seconds and some of them would burn out. Some of them would burn out. Some would go ham on the bag and you know, for those last 30 seconds. So I did, I did what I saw them do. I'm burning out and I'm hitting that bag and I'm swinging and then bing rest I'm looking around. 
and I see some guys snickering and laughing at me. I see Mr. Jackson ignoring me. And, you know, after, you know, after a couple days of doing that, then you have some guys um, come by because they seen that, okay, this, this, this little broad is, it look like she, she gonna keep coming. So they'd show me how to throw my punch right. Or they'd show me that they tell me, you got to keep your hands up, you dropping your hands. And they'd start to tell me certain things that I, I, I needed to do to, you know, start being real, start learning it. And it's not that, oh, we want to teach you or coaching you, but, it, you know, they start just helping me as, as, as a fellow boxer, as someone who they saw trying. I'm so grateful to those guys. Some are still alive, some are not, you know, because this is an environment where, like, the, these guys were from the street, in the streets, from the streets, you know, some of them, you know, were great, some of them were, you know, just trying to let some, some, some anger out, you know what I'm saying? But after a while, I, you know, I start showing up. Mr. Jackson was ignoring me, ignoring me. And then finally one day he said, you going to keep coming, ain't you? I said, yes, sir. He said, you ain't going to quit, is you? I said, nope. He said, all right, I'll show you something. And started showing me and, and teaching me and, and um, I thought I was doing great. Um, then, you know, this, another, you know, a, a, a fight comes up. Uh, this was the state championships. Now, I am the only young girl in the kitchen. Isra was there, right? And I mean, there are stories about them gals too. There was Isra uh, Girra in the gym. Y'all can look her up. Female champion from back in the day. Corinne Van Vrijtegut. They called her Goose. Female fighter from back in the day. Nina Allen. Female fighter from back in the day. Susie Taylor. Female fighter from back in the day. And some other ones too, okay? But uh, story can only go but for so long. At the time, they were all pros and they came and went. You know, they never really paid no attention to, to, to Natalie. So I was an amateur. And first state championships comes up and they had to find, like, they had to find someone that I could fight. Um, and then two gals, two broads showed up. One broad and one crone showed up, okay? So first night, go in there, hands going, bopping, all, all, all my dudes from the gym and everything came to see me fight and stuff. <laughs> Chris Johnson there, Seti and them. I think Vernon even came, you know what I'm saying? Uh, da, 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 da. Boom! Knocked the girl out, and not not that I knocked her out with a combination. So you you know you couldn't tell me nothing. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, 
All right, finished it off with that hook. All right. So I felt good. I felt good. You know what I'm saying? I, I knocked it. It's it's real now, right? I just I just knocked a girl out in an amateur boxing fight. USA boxing at all. Buddy and Bo Davis there, R.I.P. Mom, Mama Bo. You know what I'm saying? The next day, all right, because tournament ain't over. Remember, it's three bras, all right? Uh, I fought the first one. The second one now was a crone. So the second day I weigh in, okay, and I seen her weigh in too. Where nobody paying her no mind, oh, shoot. I just knocked, I just knocked the last bra. And you old, and you old, you finna go sooner. That's what I was, listen, you couldn't tell me nothing, okay? So that night, okay, my time to fight, okay? My, my bout comes up and now everybody doesn't come, everybody's interested, why? This is the first time everybody in the town or anybody and everybody has seen women boxers on that level. Number two, Natalie? Natalie fighting? Okay. All right. So, you know, like it, this is some history making, some synergy stuff happening, right? So I, I feel it's pressure on your girl, but I felt good because I had a good night the night before. So um, we in the middle of the ring. We come to the middle of the ring. Uh, Coach, I mean, Ref Franklin, the Franklins are a family, a marvelous family of referees for USA Boxing. And um, the father, Mr. Franklin, uh, he was very stern and everything like that. And at the time, um, I'm showing y'all these because at the time, um, they were very, very protective of women, of females or women's fighting. They thought, you know, the boobies needed to be protected. So there was this like plastic thing that we used to have to put into our bra that that damn near looked like uh, the front, the the front end bumper of. of of any car that you, uh, one of them Hondas out there, one of them cars that you would see with, with that bumper coming out. We had to stick that in our bra so, you know, the, the, the titties would stay safe, okay? But I, it was very uncomfortable to fight in. So I didn't put the, um, you know, the, the bra breast protector in my bro uh, in the thing okay i didn't anyway how the refs would check if you had your titty protector in was they go top 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 they knock your titties <laughs> and it, it'd have to make that it'd have to make that plastic sound right that sound right <laughs> so uh referee franklin said pop, pop, pop on my titties. And, and all it did was bounce, 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 bounce. And he looked at me 
<laughs> he had this pissed look on his face. And um, I know, like, in my mind, I'm like, please don't stop it. Please, please let me fight. Please let me fight. Because I didn't have a titty protector that night. And it would have been, the fight would have been over. He looks at me and he has these eyes. He has this look. And he rolled his eyes and he told, you know, he went on with the, with the, um, you know, meeting in the center of the ring, you know, all shots from here up and, you know, don't, do not hit below the belt and, you know, but listen to my directions and protect yourself at all times. You separate us. And then as he's talking, the crone there is looking at me like this. I could just see in her face that she she wasn't happy about me. <laughs> but I'm spicy, so I'm looking back at her like, yeah, it's it's gonna be a short night. Yeah, yeah. I hope you I hope you in shape with your old ass. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I'm not even gonna lie, like I was feeling myself, okay? So um Coach Franklin, I mean, Coach Frank, Ref Franklin said, box. And I come out and I'm swinging and I'm giving her everything, everything, everything. She taking and she giving, taking and giving. But she wasn't taking and giving like the girl from the first night, right? Because we were in a windmill. The girl from the first night, she was a little bit older than me, but she was still a young broad. Nah, this crone was taking punches and conveniently giving them back and taking and giving. So I, what I realized was I'm, I'm punching her and I'm hitting her hard and she rocking with it and she leaning with it, but that shit wasn't doing nothing to her. Like she was feeling it, but she wasn't hurt. <sighs> Y'all heard that? Yeah. So that's what I did. I, I said, and when I did that, she looked up at me and she said, with a smirk, <laughs> I could see like, I didn't hear the laugh, but she kind of nodded and she just started hammering me. Now that meant my ass was tired and this is three minute rounds now. So I had given her all I had for two rounds. Let me tell y'all something, that last minute of the third round felt like forever. She started beating on me. Okay, so I went ding, ran my ass back to the corner, sat down. My mom and them in the um in, in the audience. Um I'm looking at Coach Jackson. Coach Jackson's like, you gotta stick your jab, you gotta stick your jab. I said, I said, I'm tired. He said, you what? I said, I'm tired, coach. Like, yeah, we should quit. He said, what the fuck that's supposed to mean? I said, I, I'm that means I'm tired, coach. He said, you're going to get back in. You're going to fight. Bing. We back at it again. So I had, I got a little bit of wind back, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going again, but 
because now it's three rounds, three three-minute rounds. And sure enough, old crone started whooping up on my head. Boom, 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 boom. But this time, she done got mean. She started pushing me against the rope. I'm looking at the ref like, you see this? Like, I'm looking at... uh. Uh, Ref Franklin, Ref Franklin looking at me like, oh, what you going to do? Like, yeah, you have to fight your way out of it. I'm looking, right? And I'm like trying to dance away. And she come to me, boom, 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 boom. She titty bumped me and pressed her weight on me. Like she was whooping my ass in there. Okay, but she wasn't. You see how these Katie Taylor girls are pip, 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 run, pip, pip, pip. No, this was back in the times where it was real fighting going on. So, yeah, she was, she bumped me. She posted me. She hit me. And I remember at a point in that middle round where I asked myself, it's like I stepped outside of my body and I looked at myself getting my ass whooped by this crone. And I thought to myself, you know, you could quit. <laughs> you could quit now. You should, you, you could quit now. And I looked literally like, I'm not even going to lie, like I stepped outside and watched it looking at me getting my little ass whooped by this grown ass woman. And I decided that I wasn't gonna quit. I decided that I wasn't gonna quit and boom, now I'm back and I'm getting hit. And I just can't do nothing but hold my hands up because I decided that I was gonna take that ass whooping like a big girl because I wasn't going to quit. And so the last round comes and she beats my ass, but I didn't quit. I took the ass whooping. Because I said to myself, this will never, ever happen again. And there are more stories that go along with this one that I'm sharing with y'all tonight. Many more interesting stories that I will share eventually. Okay. But that is the introduction to a world that I never thought would have existed and a world that many people never thought would exist where you see now you got young broads fighting in england selling madison square garden being built up for people to watch women boxing because that was just unheard of at the time when this young scrappy girl named Natalie Brown decided that she was going to walk a path that wasn't clear. She was going to tread a road that wasn't built or paved. Right? 
And so many other women came in and on around that time. And what I will do is I'll probably have some other ladies that I came up with to come on the show and share the story of us paving this road that you see now, paving, even paving the road for Layla Ali to be a legend and to walk, helping to pave that road and paying homage to the broads before us and the crones before us that fought unsanctioned matches, fought underground. I'll tell y'all that, that um, I, I've found myself in a couple unsanctioned joints at strip club, at a bar, you know what I'm saying? Like you just never know where you could get a fight. And these are the stories that are left out of the history, authentic history of women's boxing. These are the stories that you're not going to hear on these new wet nose podcasts because ain't none of them lived it. None of them have that hard fought perspective of what this thing really means, right? When we used to fight just for an opportunity to have a fight. So I'm going to conclude this session, this episode of the Natalie Sugar Brown Show, where I it was a Q&A and y'all were here to talk to me nice. And so I am so grateful that Aries Zodiac Boxing chimed in tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, you really, you really made my night. I, you, you made me feel pretty. You flirted with me. You gave me kisses. You gave me smiles. And I just, I'm just a sucker for that stuff. Um, let's see. Um, uh, the little smart ass or whoever you are, ice wallow come chimed in with his or her or their bullshit, but I entertained it. Why not? You only live once. Um, I hope you grow up and find, find a, um, a, um, a person that entertains, uh, your dumb shit. <laughs> Everybody deserves love, but thanks for chiming in on my show. Um, thank you, Cedric Sports Boxing, for checking in, Seti. Thank you. It always feels good when the general comes and, and salutes uh, the, the, your, your girl, Sugar, the Sugar, okay? And everybody else who stopped in and, and watched the Sugar Show, right? I, like I said, you know, I have, I, I, my loyalty is only to the truth. So everything that I share on my platform is either I've lived it or you know it's the truth because I I don't have no ties to anybody. Nobody I I've never sold myself for for no belt, no no fight, no nothing, right? I I I have um I I have sacrificed for this um for this perspective that I share with you guys. And, and I'm so grateful 
for for y'all's attention, for y'all coming in, and for y'all to to listen and hear me, and to see me and to know this woman boxer, Natalie, Miss Too Bad, Sugar Brown, because um, it took a lot to get here, and uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm just grateful. Omar Johnson comes in, great show with the hand clap. Thank you, Boo Boo. Thank you for for um thank you for attending and for chiming in. So, like I said, like, subscribe, share some of this sugar like Aries Zodiac Boston did tonight, okay? And check me out next Wednesday, right? The um well, there, there is some stuff happening, some some potential hot matches bubbling in in the women's boxing ranks. And so I will touch on a few of those topics and a few of those bras and crones uh, next Wednesday. But until then, y'all have a great weekend and be safe. Like, subscribe, and share. And um, if you can, if you can tune in to the women boxing um, uh, session on Fridays uh, where the panel talks about it, please do. Uh, Sugar's gonna try to get in on it. Sugar always tries. So like, please. See me, meet me there. But until then, see you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.